I don't know. So on this kind of live YouTube, what I wanted to do was explain why I'm doing this. So, so the first thing I'm going to explain is that Pat Flynn is an amazing individual who's out there on the ether uh, and he's aligned with the Think Agency, um, who's Justin Carnell. And these are all folk that do quite, quite great, amazing stuff on digital and talking about various things. But I remember through the pandemic in the year 2020, I would watch Pat Flynn. And by accident, I would uh, drop into the land of YouTube and go, oh, wait a minute. There's there's this person and wait, it's not a video, it's live. So what was really interesting for me was that I could do that. Like, why don't I do that? And I just had this feeling and, and yet we're few years later on and I'm I've done X number of workshops where I deliver uh, and I've delivered to hundreds literally hundreds of social enterprises on topics like content creation and how to create a content plan search engine optimization the biggest one for me is digital strategy because it's not spoken about in the way that I do and I feel like that's a real uh, struggle for businesses potentially so I've created my own sort of flywheel and I'm happy to share that info out there and make sure that social enterprises and people that are running business that are ethically minded that aren't wanting to line their pockets full of profit but they actually care about the world these are the businesses that I want to support that are actually making a difference. And there are lots of different types of businesses out there. And I, that's kind of why I paused when I said that, because what's really hard for me is to deliver any particular workshop or even talk right now and kind of go, hey, this is like who I am, what I'm doing. And because I could talk about digital or I could talk about various stuff. But actually, what's really interesting is when I get posed a question and then I'm thinking, oh, but I, I spoke about how to tweet and now someone's talking about a product. Wait a minute. There's another question. It's talking about a service and there's lots of different things. But within that, the layers of brilliant stuff that these social enterprises do always is just amazing. And that blended in with this earlier thing I mentioned about doing live streams has always tickled me. I've always thought, you know what? I just need to do it. I need to try. I need to find a place in time where I am able to do um, something where I talk about social enterprises. And beyond that, what I'm going to stress to you is that if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, so the places where you would catch me right now will be on Twitter, it'll be on YouTube, or it'll be on whichever podcasting platform you've got. Um, so yeah, catch me on any of those platforms. This is where this is being broadcasted to you right now. Please do follow, subscribe, like. I'm going to leave a link to my Patreon page where we can have these conversations and hash things out because I want you to feel like you're included in the conversation. And a lot of times when I come across social enterprises, there are different types of businesses, different things that they do that they want to sell and promote and make money on. And a lot of them want to sell the social enterprise. But the genuine kind of thing that I see as an issue is that discontinued kind of behavior of, okay, I'm doing this, I'm going on a workshop. And further down the line, you almost feel cut off and isolated because you don't have that connection to the outside world of what other people are doing. And I think if you're a business trying to do good, 
in this world, the real hard thing there is that reaching out or looking at content is looking at other businesses that are set up differently to social enterprise. And that's kind of, if you've not guessed it yet, that's where my heart lies. And I think that they do express this need for wanting to be reached out to and them not knowing how to connect. So this is me out there and putting my heart on the sleeves and kind of going, look, um, please do uh, tweet me at TNTOS. That's like the number one place where I am. Um, you can comment, leave comments on my Patreon or on my YouTube. And they're, they're also really great places. Uh, but you can also hear this back on podcast channels as well. So I wanted to explain myself a little bit. And I also wanted to enjoy my cup of tea here and not really worry about stuff. I lied, actually, it's coffee. <laughs> and what I didn't want to do was do what I do often when I create podcasts or YouTube or if I'm on a workshop, that often there's a time limit. So my apologies if I waffle a little or if I take a break or I take a sip. Um, it's supposed to be... Um, at my leisure, but it's supposed to be that in future, if you are commenting, that we are having a live chat and I'm reading the comments. So that's why I would probably appreciate um, tweets coming through because I'm checking them or YouTube videos coming through. And I don't expect the whole world or even one person to listen to this video. I really don't. My hope is that you do ignore me now, but kind of go, oh, but he's available and free every Friday and, and try and touch base. And I'm going to try and leave these things in the in the description on the YouTube channel and on the podcast. And it'll be the same info. And it'll be really great if you could let me know that, oh, that was really good um, and that you're free and available on Friday mornings. And to be honest, that might change. Um, I don't know. I have a beautiful bit of software that will allow me to add uh, sound stuff and share my screen but i'm having technical issues so i'm not doing that but in the future i can walk through actual examples of stuff and we can go through and take a deep dive into certain things and we can theme each topic but this is up to you world of social enterprise so please do um, like i say let me know now let me go into um the world of first off patreon because I would like you to check me out on Patreon. Simply type in patreon.com forward slash tea and toast, and it will take you to my Patreon page, which is brand new. And I'm hoping it will, um, across the course of the next five slash six weeks, is going to be populated. The reason for that is because when you look at my socials, it might seem a little bit ad hoc. And the reason for that is because I have a limited amount of time to do stuff, but I want to really do all of this. And... I'm kind of picking up and trying to make things available, see what works. Uh, and I'm hoping that certain things work and stick. And Patreon's one of those places where I want to build a community where social enterprises can talk about digital stuff, but without being sold stuff, um, without me saying, do this, do that. I will always give you various options. And I've chose Patreon um, over Substack because of the pricing structure that Substack has. I want to apologize for not knowing the individual who introduced me into Substack, but thank you very much if that was you. Um, you were an amazing individual, along with a whole bunch of other amazing social enterprises who took part in my summer boot camp, uh, and we got and took away a massive amount of stuff all in the space of one week. And it wasn't just that, but for, for those individuals, but for me, I loved every minute of it, and I took away amazing things like how to spell deaf 
is different because the capital D is different to the small D. Um, people that are doing amazing things with their website and why they've done things in a certain way, right through to Substack. I, I learned so much from social enterprises, which is another reason for me wanting to do that. Now, Substack was really good initially when I found out about it, but it did um, kind of move into Patreon land purely because I was not sure, um, pardon my phone call, <laughs> don't know who that was, another spam phone call. So I need to remember to turn that off next time, really, don't I? So th this is clearly a first draft or, or first version of um, a, a video. So coming back to Substack, the reason why I didn't choose Substack was because the pricing structure for subscription meant that I would not be asking for more money. Um, I would simply kind of go blindly, oh, five pounds is it. Um, and I would get most of that back. Whereas on Substack, I felt like I would get less of that back. So that was a little bit tricky in some kind of ways. But then re I want to call it revenue, but get review. R-E-V-U-E dot co is a company that I was aware of a long time ago. And I can't remember if it was Biz Stone that set it up, but it was one of the key founders of, of Twitter who one of them went off and did Medium. Another one came off and did uh, review or myreview.co. And that was really, really interesting because they created this newsletter structure, which was really helpful. But for me, although you can get into Twitter and click on subscribe, that's really good for newsletters. But I wanted a little bit more and I just want a community, um, a centralized place. And Patreon, was it? Now, let's go into um, some of these tabs that I've got open. And I can straight away see that I've got seven, eight, nine different tabs that are open. On these tabs, I have also got, um, well, on these nine tabs, I've got a bunch of icons and the beginnings of their names. Um, but I can't say that I know any of them really well. One of them, Loom, I might have come across before. So I haven't checked these out fully, but I wanted to include them somewhere in the future. So um, this is a list that I might keep uh, and add to, but two of them are ones that I already share on various workshops. And I might have already said this, if you've attended to a workshop or a session, or if you follow me on Twitter, I might have already said this. But Pexels is really good. Pexels is one of a few... Um, I was going to say eBay, but that would be a lie. Um, it's not Pex. Um, Pixabay. There we go. I knew it'd come to me. So Pixabay and Pexels and Unsplash are three very similar, basically the same types. And I would say Unsplash is probably more recently in the year 2022, got more popular. Um, and I think the reason for that was a few of the ways it's integrated itself into apps has now made it more synonymous. Um, one of them being uh, Canva. So Canva <laughs> is another tool that's not on there, but I'll come back to Canva. I'll take a note. Um, but free stock, free royalty-free stock images are images that you can use because they are royalty-free and they're provided by the community of people that are posting on these sites. So Pixabay, Pexels, and Unsplash are areas uh, and places where you can access those. I will say at this moment in time, if you're going to use them, then great. Please 
do consider taking your own pictures, creating a folder that has a bank stockpile of these images. And also another folder in that that says local photography and engage with your local photographers. Go on Instagram or various other places where you can search hashtags that photographers use like photography and combine that with your city as a hashtag name. And you can do that in Instagram as well as on other platforms. And you'll be able to identify local photographers. I have personally done this for organizations and it really does help them. If then you are struggling with your stockpile bank of images and not being able to afford 50 pounds for paying for some of the marketing rights from a photographer for an image. I mean, that's a bargain price, but that's a rough guideline price for what you might pay as opposed to a couple of hundred for full copyrights for an image. But I think that's worth it. And if you're not sure on how to do that and you're still learning and you still need an image, then by all means, do use some of these royalty-free image kind of places. I am actually going to now jump into um, Canva, which wasn't on my list. So that would make it... Um, 10 on my list. So the second one on my list is Canva, just because I thought, why not talk about that? And Canva is really, really great in general. Um, I first really felt silly um, because a lot of people were using it in the year 2018, maybe. And this was when I was running um, Similar things like what I'm doing now, except this is more digital, but I was doing it locally in my community, in the city I'm in, in Leeds. And I was doing um, these social media cafes and I was doing my own paid kind of event as well. And I got a lovely girl um, who's, I think, still known as Geek Girl, um, Becky, who did a, a talk for me at the event. And she is actually uh, a member of the Google clan. She works for Google and said that from what she saw, um, a lot of people do use this, and a lot of startup businesses, but also lots of other folk that are creatives would quickly use Canva, would use Canva to quickly mock up and put together um, social media artwork uh, for socials and other things. And since then, I've seen people use it and pay for it for using it for presentational purposes and brand identity and getting down your brand kit. And I have used it in those kind of ways as well. I'd also previously paid for it for um, the, the, the paid feature, which is to create the artwork and being able to write a tweet or certain social media bits and schedule them as well. So you can pay for some of that and it comes at bargain prices, but on a basic level, creating artwork and just coming up with a few graphics and getting those snaps so you get things aligned is really cool. So definitely use Canva. And I'm at the point now where I'm working with a separate team where I've implemented that and they are now sharing a file between each other so they can now have a template and not edit the template, but edit some of the bits inside it uh, and make a copy of that. And they can then utilize the social media presence by keeping inside the brand guidelines. So Canva is a really great tool. Drink. Another really great tool next on my list that I recognize is called Otter. Otter.ai. For the life of me, I want to apologize to... Um, Imran, who runs a social enterprise uh, business kind of office space that you can rent out or co-working space where you can work within um, sort of shared desk areas uh, in Bradford, um, which 
was somebody that I knew, but when I discovered where they were, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Another social enterprise. And I was excited yet again. So Imran um, did mention this to me a month ago when I was talking to him about podcasts and changing podcasts. So I didn't have to type it all up and then I could get a blog post. And I wanted to kind of go, oh, I use, and he beat me to it and give, gave me a list of stuff. And I can't remember what he said, so my apologies. But one of them that he did mention was otter.ai. So that was really, really cool because otter.ai was basically um, one in the same as some of these other things that he mentioned. Um, and I was already aware of it. But then when I went back to use it, I felt like there was a stumbling block. Um, and that stumbling block could be that there's a freemium model. So you're able to add a video or I think video, I'm not sure about video actually, but definitely audio streams, so MP3 files, and you're able to put that on there. Alternatively, hit record and live record stuff. And then it translates all of that stuff into text and it will identify your speaker versus speaker one versus speaker two. And it can go up to like three or four or five different speakers. And so that's really, really cool. One of the things I did spot was typically, as you would imagine, it is actually um, a bit of an issue in terms of um, spelling and grammar. So it might literally spin out what you say and it might misinterpret some of what you say. So do be, do be aware of that. Now, I realize that I am talking quite a bit here. So some of these I might gloss over. By all means, please do leave me a tweet or in the YouTube or podcast, do leave me a comment uh, and I can go into detail about some of these. The next one that I want to talk about, so these here on out are ones that I've not necessarily uh, been aware of. So I'm just going to dive into them and try to tell you about what they are. The next one is remove.bg, which is um, a simple website which allows you to remove your background image. You simply upload it and then it does it for you. Uh, I'm not going to try this out um, because these ones, I feel like I might need to share the screen. I'm probably going to quickly explain them um, because I feel like I would cheat you out by stumbling. Um, but I can see through the website, it gives you some examples on remove.bg on, on what to do and how to remove that. I would say that this is probably something that um, somebody experienced or somebody that's doing social media. And when you've got your bank of images, you want to drag them on. Then in particular, when you're using them on Canva, you drag them on. You might find, okay, I've got a background image and this sucks. So in those instances, when you've experienced that, when you've got into a flow of doing your work, then you might go, yeah, I've got this problem. So that's when you would need a tool like remove.bg or remove BG. BG obviously sounds for background and it looks really straightforward and simple to use. I think the, the one thing I will say if that if you are using Canva, then you will then need to use something like this remove tool. Um, but if you're paying for it, there is a, a background remover tool built into Canva. Uh, and obviously these are things that you would use if you don't have Photoshop or any of the Adobe cloud suites. The next tool is something called quillbot.com, which I have no idea what it does. So when I go to quillbot.com, quillbot, Q-U-I-L-L-B-O-T.com, it says quillbot will re rewrite your text. Start by writing or pasting something here and then press the phrase button. So what I'm going to do is I can see on the previous website that I looked at, 
I'm going to copy that random bit of text, paste it in, and ask it. There's a button in the box that says paraphrase, and then it paraphrases it. And to be honest, I've taken it from another website because I'm lazy, and I want to do this quickly for you. Um, so I imagine the text is already really good, but it has to do something when I say paraphrase, and it's paraphrased it. And I can see the first paragraph says remove remove backgrounds, 100% um, automatically within five seconds with one click. And it's reworded that into 100% automatically remove backgrounds in. So it's kind of inverted the sentence, which is the first thing you would do if you're trying to rework some of the text. So then if you don't like that, you can click rephrase and it will keep trying to give you different options. So that's really clever. That's a really good tool. And what I would do is, I'm adding, I'm giving you far too many tools here. So what I would do is I would team that particular tool up with something called Hemingway, named after the playwright Ernest Hemingway. So it's called HemingwayApp.com. Again, I will leave this info in the descriptions. And you can download and pay for the app, or you could just go online. And this helps you structure your website content a little bit more. It makes things a little bit sleeker. So if you don't have a WordPress plugin like Yoast, because you don't have WordPress, you can use Hemingway. And if you're still struggling with uh, writing your content, then you can use Quillbot to paraphrase what you've got to reduce it down, stick it back in Hemingway, and you will be able to get much better, healthier text. If you pile that on with some graphic work that you're doing with um, Canva, then obviously you've got some amazing text and image. Loom is the next one. So loom.com is meetings off. Record quick videos to update your team. Cut them, cut down meetings by 29%. Get Loom for free. Obviously a freemium model, but Asana, Ford, Netflix, Gap, Disney, Tesla, Volvo are all companies that use this apparently within their workplace. What I would say is that um, if you love tools like uh, a tool called Trello, Trello uh, you can get for free, but then at some point you will have to pay for it. And within the card system, you can record little snaps. The same as in Microsoft Teams, you're able to record little snapshots. Uh, you can have meetings that are text-based. You can have video meetings without the video on as well. And you can take those bytes. I guess what Loom is trying to do is go down that almost micro-blogging platform, but within a, a live stream or a, a kind of an internal comms feed. I'm not entirely sure how you would use that other than the way I've described. Uh, I think it's reasonable, but probably an advanced tool. Jenny, J-E-N-N-I dot A-I is the next tool. Um, you write Jenny completes. So this is an AI tool that writes something and it supercharges your writing with the most advanced autocompletes. So I might try Jenny for free. Um, and I'm being asked to sign in. So if I quickly sign in, because I think I'm signing in, because I'm able to, then it comes up with the dashboard on the inside and it kind of goes, welcome. Um, I am gonna go for the free option and I'm gonna say I'm a content writer, which you are prompted to do when you first go into it. 
and to divulge a little bit of information. And I'm saying, how did you hear about us? Just through social media. It gives you a couple of options like Google. And I'm going to create a new document. And I'm going to say, make this a blog post, uh, free tools. And I'm going to start writing. Check out these free tools. And then it has a little three dots, like you see when you're texting someone, pending message. And then it actually fills it out for you in gray to say to help you stay organized with pro, pro, organized and productive zed put me off organized in the uk we spell it with an s and then it says press right to basically accept it or shift right to see a different suggestion don't like it shift right thinks to help you manage manage your work and personal life so actually this is a really cool tool i like it a lot i think this is probably slightly on the lazy side um, and I probably would give that like an average. I wouldn't necessarily give it a thumbs up as I have with the others. The next tool is temp mail, temp mail.org forward slash en if you're English. Um, temporary email. This one is worrying. And I don't know what to say about it because it's kind of obvious what it does. Uh, and if you don't know, what is disposable temporary email? It is a free email service that allows you to receive email as a temporary address that self-destructs after a certain time lapses. It's also known by name by by names like temp mail, 10 minute email. No. If this is something that you'd want to use. And you need a temporary email address, temp-mail.org. I'm going to jump over now because no, I'm, I can see the use, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one. That feels a little bit strange to know that that tool exists. I actually didn't know anything like that existed. Interesting. The next one is Tiny Wow. Tiny Wow is a tool that helps solve your files problem, apparently. Um, so it gives you lots of different things, which I have seen before on previous websites, but lots of different websites. So I've seen a website, as we've discussed, that removes the background. I've seen ones that turns PDFs into JPEGs or compresses files. This file, TinyWow, actually seems to do all of it. And I don't see a button that says pricing. So all of that in one place. I'm going to give this a try on the sly. And I think this is really, really good. It says 100% free, no hourly limits, no restrictions. So this could be my now next kind of favorite uh, place to be. Because it does a lot where I would normally go to different websites. So yeah, definitely bookmark Tiny Wild as a one to try. And the final and last tool that I'm going to share with you um, that um, I haven't really looked into for a while, but I have suggested on a workshop somewhere. Um, it's not amazing, but it's okay. Uh, and it's called Microcopy or Microcopy.me. Um, and Microcopy basically just 
gives you short text for your website and it comes up with different ideas for slogans and text. It just is basically an ideas box. So what I could do is type in free tools because that's what we're talking about uh, in the search and hit enter and it says nothing copy. I mean, nothing micro copy. Okay, so try Halloween. It still comes up with nothing, really? Slogans. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she. Maybe it's Maybelline. Save me. No, don't like that one. The best, the best or nothing. Uh, by Mercedes Benz. Okay. Lay's said better cat. Bet you can't eat just one. So these are like little phrases and taglines and slogans. If I go for heading, it gives me you're getting all this and it's not even Christmas yet. That's actually a good heading. Nine disgusting facts about Thanksgiving. Okay, it's not what I asked for, but I can rejig that and change Thanksgiving to another uh, thing. So that's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. If you're in a hard spot and a tight spot, um, or if you're trying to think of a title and a snappy title um, that you could reduce down for something like an SEO project, a search engine optimization project, then that would be really helpful. So I, I've gone through quite a few different bits there, and I'm really loving the fact that um, I, I hope that my sound quality has been all right, actually, because I've just realized that there might have been a hissing sound, so my apologies for that. Um, but that's probably because my Mac is overheating um, and it's turned the fan on. Thank you very much for listening. Please do check the description to jump onto my Twitter and find out where, where else I share content uh, and also to jump onto my Patreon.